Cigna officially offloads its Medicare Advantage business to Healthcare Service Corporation. The Biden administration will negotiate on behalf of states to provide a groundbreaking gene therapy for Medicaid beneficiaries with sickle cell disease. And the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is issuing corrections and retracting some research papers amid falsification allegations. Thursday, February 1st, I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Health insurer Cigna has officially sold its Medicare Advantage business after months of speculation. On Wednesday, the company announced that Healthcare Service Corporation, or HCSC, would acquire its Medicare Advantage, Cigna Supplemental Benefits, Medicare Part D, and Care Allies businesses for approximately $3.7 billion. The two insurers also agreed to a four-year services agreement where Cigna's Evernorth Health Services will continue to provide pharmacy benefit services to the Medicare businesses. The payers anticipate the deal to close in the first quarter of 2025, pending regulatory approvals. Rumors have been swirling since December that Cigna would sell its MA businesses to HCSC, a large nonprofit customer owned Blue Cross Blue Shield carrier with more than 18.6 million members. Cigna had nearly 600,000 Medicare Advantage members as of November, with an estimated $7.9 billion in MA revenue in 2022. In November, it was reported, though not officially confirmed, that Cigna and rival health insurer Humana had been discussing a potential merger. The deal, in theory, likely would not have run afoul of federal regulators, as Cigna was rumored to be selling its MA business, and Humana had announced last February that it would move away from commercial plans in order to focus on Medicare Advantage. However, investors seemed to balk at that rumored merger, and both insurers saw a drop in their stock prices. Those rumored negotiations were called off in December. Since then, Humana has signaled that its Medicare Advantage profits may be in jeopardy. In an update to its investors last month, the nation's second-largest MA insurer announced that it's projecting around half of the profits its investors had expected in 2024, driven largely by what the company said were an unprecedented number of older adults getting medical care. According to Moody's Investors Service, MA margins dropped from just under 5% in 2019 to slightly more than 3% in 2022, with earnings per member declining around 28%. The analysis is based on reports from 10 payers rated by the company, which account for around two-thirds of all MA enrollees. Moody's researchers attribute the margin decline to an increase in beneficiary demand for healthcare services after the COVID-19 pandemic. Privately administered Medicare Advantage plans remain hugely popular amongst seniors, with around 51% of all Medicare-eligible beneficiaries currently enrolled in one. (music) 
Sickle cell disease will be the first focus of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Cell and Gene Therapy Access Model, which aims to assist state-administered Medicaid plans with paying for costly cell and gene therapies. The model was originally announced in February 2023 by the Department of Health and Human Services in response to an executive order President Biden issued in 2022 to find new methods to lower costs of prescription drugs and drug therapies for Medicare and Medicaid. Through the model, CMS will partner with participating states and manufacturers to expand access to these gene therapy treatments. Through the cell and gene therapy access model, CMS will implement an outcomes-based agreement with manufacturers to improve outcomes for Medicaid recipients and balance the cost of care. CMS said that it also anticipates addressing other potential delivery gaps and other access issues for people undergoing the treatment, including mandating that manufacturers include a defined scope of fertility preservation services. Infertility is one potential negative outcome of these gene therapies due to the chemotherapy drugs administered through the process. The model will begin in January 2025, and states may choose to begin participation any time between January 2025 and January 2026. The agency said that by taking the lead on negotiations, it will reduce the administrative burden on state Medicaid agencies. Sickle cell disease affects an estimated 100,000 Americans. The genetic condition disproportionately affects individuals of black or African descent. The disease is caused by a genetic mutation that causes red blood cells to form in a characteristic C or sickle shape. The shape of those cells can then cause them to get stuck and block blood flow, causing significant pain as well as infections. There are also long-term serious consequences associated with the disease, including stroke and chronic end organ damage. CMS estimates that around 50 to 60 percent of people living with the condition are enrolled in Medicaid. The agency estimates that hospitalizations and other health episodes related to sickle cell disease cost the healthcare industry around $3 billion every year. In December, the Food and Drug Administration approved, for the first time, two genetic therapies to treat sickle cell disease. One is Casgevy, the first gene therapy for the condition that uses gene editing technology to remove the part of the patient's DNA that leads to genetic mutation. The other is Lifgenia, which adds a good hemoglobin gene to patients' DNA. Both treatments were found to be effective in eliminating chronic pain in clinical trial participants. Though the one-time treatments were found to be effective in clinical trials, the process is both arduous for patients and extremely expensive. CMS did not mention the manufacturers by name in its release, but the list price for Casgevy is $2.2 million, according to an SEC filing from drug maker Vertex, while pharmaceutical company Bluebird puts its Lifgenia treatment at $3.1 million. The Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston, Massachusetts, has notified research journals to retract or issue corrections related to papers that allegedly manipulated data. The move is part of a probe of more than 50 papers by the Harvard University-affiliated Cancer Research and Treatment Center, some of which were co-authored by its CEO Lori Glimsher, COO William Hahn, and other prominent researchers. 
The investigation stems in part from a post published in early January by molecular biologist Sholto David in For Better Science, a research integrity blog. The Pontypreve Wales-based scientist wrote that there was evidence of image manipulation in the papers submitted by Dana-Farber researchers, including results in a Western blot, which is used to detect proteins in blood or tissue samples, which he alleges were copy and pasted several times in one paper. Dana-Farber confirmed to several publications that they have asked the journals to retract six papers and issue corrections for 31 manuscripts. It's unclear at this time if more papers will need corrections or retractions. This has been Just Healthcare Daily from Kaufman Hall. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. <laughs>